this is so incriminating right now. It really is. But y'all. It's going to be out there. It's going to be out there forever, Mihong. It's going to come back to bite your ass. Hi, this is episode six of Balancing Your Bliss, the podcast. We are your hosts, Tiffany and me. My mic is wobbly. Wobble, baby, wobble, baby, wobble, baby. Is that really a song? Yeah. I don't Come know it. On. It's a dance. I don't know it. Wobble, wobble, baby, wobble. I mean, I can't do it, but. I don't know it. <laughs> oh, my I gosh. Know. Electric slide. Yeah, that's a good one. Is that the same era? No. Oh, okay. This is a newer. <laughs> well, I don't I don't know. I'm pretty sure the electric slide was way before the wobble. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know it at all. <laughs> okay, everyone that's listening, you will find out right now, I guess, that I am not very good with culture, I guess. I'm not either. You know, these all these songs that I don't know any of them. <laughs> or true. I should say American culture, even though I live in it, which is a little pathetic. I don't think that's true. Then it's not culture. Then what is it? I mean, I don't think it's true that you're you don't know anything about it. Oh, I know all the important stuff. I don't know. I just don't know a lot of things. I guess sayings. I don't know a lot of sayings, like phrases that people say. Yeah, like um, one of the phrases that I got wrong, which when I first got together, was "Don't throw rocks at near brick or." Your glass houses, mm-hmm. and I said, "Blow your roll into a glass house or something like that." He was like, "That doesn't even make sense <laughs> at all." And I was like, "I don't know. I don't know how to say. I it. don't know what I'm trying <laughs> to say, but I'm saying it." It happens all the time. And after like eight years of being together, you know, you would think he would understand that I don't know how to say things. And he's like, every time he's just like, I don't know what you're saying. I'm like, you understand like context clues, babe. He's like, we're just going to have to teach you <laughs> to say stuff correctly. Do you think it's because your parents didn't say those phrases? Probably. As you were growing I up. I think so. I mean, so growing up, oh God, the funniest thing, you know, my parents have an accent and you know, they read things differently. So growing up, I thought rest area was called Resteria. <laughs> yeah. For a long time. And then one day, I think it was like someday in kindergarten, I guess, we were driving by and I read the rest area sign and I was like, huh, that says rest area, not resteria. <laughs> <laughs> but I've been watching like TikToks and stuff where like kids growing up with immigrant mm-hmm. parents like say stuff like that. Like I think it was some of the Hispanic and growing up, they called palm olive, palm olive. Palm olive. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I think it was her husband or something that was just like, oh, can you grab some palm olive? And she's like, what is palm olive? And he showed her and she's like, that's palm olive. <laughs> My um, brother, who is not Vietnamese, he's a little white redheaded kid. He, um, he said he was going to buy some shampoo and he asked mom if she would get some of that suave. <laughs> and she's like, what? And he's like, suave. He really thought that mom had bought us like this super expensive, fancy shampoo oh. growing up. And we were we were using the, you know, dollar eighty eight yeah. suave. And <laughs> I think it's so precious that he thought, you know, that she was she was really giving us something like yeah. expensive to 
that you would he, that he would squeeze out of the bottle to make bubbles. Oh, you know, so it was so hilarious. She got a tickle out of that one. She How really, old was he when he realized it? <laughs> this was just a few years ago. I mean, he was in his twenties. He really <laughs> he's a wild So he's he's been buying stuff on his own mm-hmm. at this. Oh, yeah. I it's not well. Yeah, with him, it's not a cultural thing. Oh no! When Richard first moved here, sweet thing. You know, we have like sayings and stuff here, and we call sticker burrs sticker burrs, mm-hmm. or you know. But when Richard got here, he called them stickleberries. Stickleberries. Yeah. How cute is that? Because <laughs> he thought it was like you know, dickleberries stick to you. So why would sticker burrs? Dickleberries. What is the actual name for a sticker burr? I don't know. Because if we're saying that, the people who don't live in Missouri might be calling them something else. Little things in your grass that are pokey and stick to yeah. you and they're your weeds. clothing. Yeah, they grow in sand. Yeah. So sand burrs. Is that what they're is called? It? I think so. We don't have a freaking clue. Know. We just know we like to avoid them and our children always find them. Always. And they're There's all over in our clothing. Bed last night. Yeah. I hate spring. That was. That's the one thing I hate about springtime mm-hmm. is sticker burrs and mosquitoes. Because the kids come running in. I got a sticker burr in my foot. Yeah. Great. And then Why don't you have your shoes on? Exactly. And then sometimes the sharp part gets stuck inside mm-hmm. of you. Ugh, I hate it. But me didn't tell Richard how to say it correctly until I brought it up. And Richard's like, I've been saying it wrong this whole time. I'm like, yeah, and he told <laughs> me not to tell you. And from then on, I was like, from now on, Richard, I'll tell you if you say something wrong. <laughs> oh, he's so so he's from Detroit. Yeah. So they don't have him there. And he's from the city. And mm-hmm. it's just so cute. I mean, if you don't hear it, how yeah, would you know? Exactly. Like Ashton, one day, um, like the crack in the back of his, the inside of his knee uh-huh. was hurt or had a scratch or something. And he had to tell me about it. He wasn't dying or bleeding. I don't know why <laughs> I had to know. But he came up and he's like, Mom, my knee pit hurts. <laughs> um, your knee pit? Yeah. And then he points to, I don't know if, what it's called. I mean, it made sense. I think it's just called behind the knee. Like the back of your knee. Yeah. But yeah, he called it a knee pit, which That's makes so sense funny. because armpit. You yeah. Know, he made sense in his I mind. Mean, it makes sense in my mind. Why isn't it called a knee pit? I don't know. It can be. Or a leg pit. It's funny how people call different things different yeah. things. And like when you translate it sometimes to a different language too, there are words in Vietnamese that describe what it is. But in English, it's just something completely random, like a random word. Language is funny. It is. It's because we say y'all. Yeah. Because we're, oh, you know, country so bumpkins, but what I... people don't say that. No. Oh my gosh. When I moved to Colorado, I said y'all. People looked at me so funny. Like, mm-hmm. who is this Asian woman? Like, say y'all all the time. Mm-hmm. Oh, when I was little, you know, I had a super thick country accent, but when I would go up to St. Louis, my cousins would make fun of me. So I trained myself to not have a country accent. And for a long time, I didn't have a country accent. And then I moved back from Springfield after college and the country accent just came back. And when I'm angry, when I am angry, it's the thickest my accent will ever, ever be. Mine is thick when I sing. Uh Uh-huh. And when I get- Reba song. When I get real excited about something- um or yeah like if i get mad or irritated uh, like if my it, like not even mad but like if my husband's just like picking at me and i'm like babe <laughs> would you please just stop 
And it's it sounds really thick uh-huh. at that point. I don't think mine is as thick as Sean's. Because mm-hmm. his, even though he grew up in Sykeston, his mom's from Alabama. So she has like that southern mm-hmm. twang. And I it, love it. It has rubbed off. So do I. I, think I it's love so cute. I love hearing different people's voices. Yeah, so do I. It's so interesting. It to is because I mean we live in the same country, mm-hmm. but we all have such different accents. Mm-hmm. And I think it's really neat when like voice actors, uh-huh. like Jada Gale, can, um, who's our twelve-year-old, she can do the voice of Stitch uh-huh. from Lilo and Stitch. And I, there, I don't know how she does it. Yeah. It's crazy to me how p- different people can make their voices sound different ways. Yeah. Can you do anything? Um, I can I can do the mom from Bobby's World. <laughs> you can't. Don't you know? <laughs> That's all I can do. Like I think life. it's pretty cool that people can yeah. make their voices do different things. Me too. Like beatboxing. I wish I could beatbox. I was so into beatboxing. But I don't have any rhythm. Uh, yeah, you do. No. Oh, no. Okay, this girl, woman, like say karaoke downtown Memphis. She has rhythm. Okay, that's like twangy rhythm. That's still rhythm. Yeah, but that's not like beatboxing, hip, cool rhythm. Like it's not like dancing rhythm. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. You know what I mean? I cannot dance. I bet if you took a class, you could. (laughs) I used to be so embarrassed about it because everybody at my high school was Uh really good at dancing. Oh, really? And I was just like swaying or, you know. (laughs) So then I just started making up my own dances. Uh So there was some dance when I was in high school. This is going to show my age big time, but it was like something you did with your arm and your elbow. And it was like a knife. The day No, it was. I thought it was called the knife. Anyway, you twist your elbow and uh-huh. you twist your wrist and, and I couldn't do it. I don't know. So I was like, forget this. I created the spoon. <laughs> and basically what you do is you cup your little hands and you keep the um, part of your arm straight. Uh-huh. And then you just scoop with your spoon in front of you. And that's the spoon. And so I love it that I realized like I don't have to be good at everything. Yeah. I, I really suck at dancing. I'm just going to own that. Yeah. And it'll be okay. Yeah. Not everybody can do everything. I yeah. I think that's important for preteens and teens yeah. to know that it's okay not to you know can, everything, right? And yeah. to not be good at everything, yeah. and that that's okay. That just makes you different. And I hate how the emphasis of being perfect is so strong mm-hmm. everywhere in our life. It like is. It sucks. Because, I mean, I grew up, well, I grew up with really, really, really strict parents. And it was always like, oh, you have to get good grades. Oh, you have to do this. You have to. You have to. Mm -hmm. But really, you don't have to do anything. And I think even still to this day, at our age, Uh we still feel that pressure. Because I tell myself all the time, okay, today's going to be a good day. And you're going to eat well because you need to lose weight. Uh And then I think, why do you need to lose weight? So I can look like this. Uh And then I have a picture in my head. Uh-huh. And then I'm like, why do I want to look like that? Because that's what society says I should look yeah. like. And just because I've had four C-sections and have medical conditions doesn't mean that I shouldn't be, I shouldn't have an excuse. Yeah. I should be able to still look like that. Yeah. So I'm not, I'm not even trying to do it to make myself feel better. I, I don't, I want to change my mindset from I need to lose weight to look like this to I need to lose weight until I am comfortable uh-huh. in my skin. Uh-huh. And am confident with myself. I think 
that's a good train of thought. Like, I think that's a good switch. I mean, I do the same thing. Because I feel like if we're doing that, if uh-huh. we think that way, we're perpetuating that mindset yeah. that's been taught to us and that we're teaching to our girls, not intentionally. Uh-huh. But I mean, it's still coming out that way yeah. because still in our minds, that's what we're thinking. So until we change how we think of it, we're not going to be able to put that out into the world. Exactly. It's kind of harder. Well, I I think like you do. Like, oh, I have that image inside my head, but it's been ingrained in me since I was a kid. Like, mm-hmm. it's the Asian culture, mm-hmm. you know? Like, Asians are supposed to be tiny. You're supposed to be petite. Mm-hmm. Like, you're not supposed to be big at mm-hmm. all. Once you pop half that baby, you go on these diets. You do everything you can to look better than you did before you had a human inside you. Mm-hmm. And it's, I didn't realize that it was ingrained in me until the other day when my mom, like, you know, she didn't mean anything bad by it. It's just how, I guess, she was brought up, how I was brought up. But she was like, oh, well, you know, you don't have to worry about Maya, like, being you go on a diet or anything when she gets older because she's so little. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, that's not, I don't want my kid no. to think that. Like, I'm grateful. My mom has always just been really confident. Yeah. And kind of like, this is who I am. You take it or leave it. And I love that about her. Uh And I feel like it's taken me longer. My sister learned it earlier. Uh My sister's really great about just, hey, I am who I am. I, I, whatever, if you don't like me. Took me longer to get there. Yeah. So I really admire that about both of them is that they're kind of just, you know, this, this is who I am. Yeah. And they're always, they always are confident. And it took me a while to get to that point. But now I'm like, am I happy? Yeah. Does it matter if what anybody else thinks? I mean, it doesn't, obviously. But It doesn't. I mean, I do need to feel healthier. Yeah. And I feel like that should be the mindset. Yeah. How I, do I feel healthier? Yes. How do I feel make myself feel good enough to get through a day without having to take a nap or yeah. rest or, you know, have yeah. a moment? You know, I, that's what I need to focus on. Yeah, I, I mean, I do too. I mm-hmm. still struggle daily. About, so much of it is mental. It is. I think I'm going to start taking mirrors out of my house because, I mean, usually it happens when I walk by a mirror. I'm just mm-hmm. like, ugh, that's not what I want. I just popped out a baby five months ago, but mm-hmm. I should be how I looked when I was vegan and mm-hmm. Maya was a year old. And I, just, I thought yeah. the other morning um, I was walking past that <coughs> floor length mirror over there and uh-huh. I, I thought, man, I should go get those little markers. Uh-huh. What, what kind of markers am I thinking of? Fairies markers? Yeah. And write some things like to myself. Yeah. You know, like where I'm, because if there are words, my brain just automatically goes, I can't, if, if I watch a show with subtitles on, I'm reading the yeah, entire thing. Me too. I don't. So, Same. so I know that if there are words in front of me, that's what I will focus yeah. on. So I want to train my brain to focus on words like you're powerful. You, you've Ooh. got this, you, you things should, like that, yeah, you know, you should write down the stuff that I sent you guys last night. Yes. Uh, affirmations. affirmations yeah. Yes. So I, listeners, I went through like this process when I was healing for my eczema where all I did was do positive affirmation. And I feel like then I felt more confident mm-hmm. than I ever did. But now I, it's because I haven't been doing positive affirmations, I believe. Well, and it's, it's just like anything else. You get out of the habit of doing it yeah. and then you get into a lull, like yeah. working out, eating well, yeah, you like know, you taking know. care of yourself yeah. mentally. You know that it helps, mm-hmm. but then things happen. You get knocked off your horse or whatever. Is mm-hmm. that a freak? Yeah. Yes. She did it. <laughs> woo, woo. 
but you get knocked off it. It's just so hard to get back on. It really is. But it's okay. It's okay. As long as you're trying. Yes. You know, just yeah. keep moving forward. Find ways to, like I said, write notes to yourself. Yeah. If if that's what we have to do to create a habit of telling ourselves yeah. that we're doing a great job and that we do have the time to work out or that we do have the time to spend 10 minutes to cook yourself a good meal instead yeah. of grabbing something processed. We can make little changes like that, but I feel like we have to train our minds yeah. first. And I think for me on my end, laziness is a big thing. Mm -hmm. Like we're always doing something that when I'm not doing something, I just want to sit there. But I know like, yeah, it takes like 10 minutes to cook something good to mm -hmm. eat. And I'm just, I think, oh, 10 minutes. But then I'm just like, I'm spending 10 minutes doing something else that isn't good for me. Right. Like, what can we do to make ourselves better? Yeah. And I think that's kind of what started all of this <laughs> uh -huh. is what are we doing in our lives daily that we don't like? And uh -huh. what can we do in our lives daily that will make us better yeah. and that we do like doing? Yeah. And then we just started doing that. Now we're here. <laughs> What's up? I mean, I do think a lot of it is you just mentally block yourself from taking the time. Because yeah. at the end of the day, after I've worked on loans and cakes and run up and down these freaking stairs, why we bought a tri-level house, I don't know. <laughs> Split level, whatever the hell it is. There's too many stairs. But I just want to sit down and drink wine and play Rocket League uh -huh. with my husband. That's all I want to do when I when I'm done for the yeah. day. I don't want to keep doing laundry and I don't want to work out and yeah. I don't want to meditate and you know it's which, it's, it's tough. Which is so funny because like meditating you just Right. Of, but I don't like even want to take the time to yeah. do it because my mind tells me it's time time for you to have a break. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And I think it's great to take breaks, but I also need to tell myself, hey, you can make it all yeah. happen. Yeah. Or at least try to make yeah. it all happen. Yep. I mean, I've been doing that this week. Mm -hmm. I've picked up hobbies that I feel I feel better mm -hmm. this week than I did last last week was a little rough. Last week was rough. I think we're not taking care of ourselves enough. Yeah. Because, you know, we we say words of affirmation. We give those to our children. Yeah. And we give those to our husbands yeah. and our friends. And we don't ever say that to, to ourselves. ourselves. No, like, and we know it works. Yeah. We know it makes you feel better. So if it's making someone else feel better, doing it to yourself would make you feel better. Yeah. That makes sense, it's, I think. It makes 100% sense. Okay, good. See, so guys, we struggle with this every day. We like, do. Like it's everyone like a else. ping pong ball. <laughs> yeah. Wing. We, we know that's good for us. We just have to do it. We just have to do it. Yeah. Because I know I feel better, you know, when I eat certain things or when I take the time to work out yeah. or when I, you know, take times to take breaks or do something that I really enjoy doing. Yeah. Um, and it's tough with yeah. as much as we have going on. Yeah. Oof, it does make us feel better. Yeah. We just have to do it. This is us pep talking ourselves up. Yep. Doing better. And you guys. Pep, pep. Pep it up. Were you ever a cheerleader? No. You weren't? Do I do I give off that persona? No. I was just wondering. Okay. No, I wasn't. No. I was in middle school. Were you? Yeah. I, I don't know what. I was like the emo kid in school. Yeah. I went through lots of phases. Did you? Yeah. I was mainly emo-y. I was a cheerleader. And then, of course, color guard. Yeah. And then I was the geeky. Oh, I was very geeky. Marching band, which I loved. I loved orchestra. I did orchestra for seven years. Mm -hmm. Well, I still played on and off in college, but I did all throughout like grade level school. Mm -hmm. I was really good. I don't know why I quit. <laughs> See? It's like life hits you and then you stop doing things you love and then you forget what things yeah. you love. I like I literally sat down and made a list. I talked to me about this. Was it December? Yes. 
I was like, yeah, I was, yeah, I was like, I am over this. Uh Like, I am so happy. My husband's so perfect and my kids are so perfect. And I'm just not happy with the way I have to spend my hours, you know, just to make money. I'm trading my time for money and I should be trading my time for something that makes me happy. And that's a hard thing to swallow, especially right now because it's a blessing to have a job. It's a blessing to have a good job. And like, I don't take my job for granted. I I do appreciate. She works so hard. I do appreciate like what I have. Yeah. But I don't think there's anything wrong with appreciating what you have and also wanting something more or different. I think it's okay to always want more mm-hmm. in life. Always. Especially if it's something that will make you happy. That will make you happy. Yeah. And I'm busting my ass to do both. Yes. And it's tough. But that's I know that's what I want. Yeah. And so I'm going to do my best. I think you do amazing. Thanks. Like, I'm worried about this week, how we're going to make it through it's this okay. week. Well, so I usually if I plan ahead, I'm more mentally prepared to do yes, things. Yes, absolutely. And I haven't been doing that the past few weeks. Mm-hmm. That's why I started last night to go through our orders and mm-hmm. organize everything. I feel better about it because I know what specifically we have to do. Yes, we and have. I made the cookie cutters. How many? Um, we have four cakes. Four four cakes and yeah. not small cakes. And two cookie orders. And two cookie orders. And cupcakes. And cupcakes. Hey, Lexi. Hey, Lexi. For my little niece, it's almost her birthday. Um, oh. so yeah, we have a lot going on this week. We're gonna make it. Through. Yeah, we're gonna be fine. Yeah, my mom and my mother-in-law are gonna watch the girls. Yeah, and then that way, you know, if you're downstairs doing loads, I don't have to stop constantly. Yeah. And y'all, it's so hard to breastfeed and try to do something. <laughs> She's literally breastfeeding sometimes and trying to clean up an area to get cookies ready to decorate. To yeah, it's it's gotten to the point where I just carry her around on my boob now. Yeah. but it's we're we're starting solids this weekend. So. Yeah. Yeah, she's going to start eating like a big girl. It makes me so sad. Well, originally, you know, with Maya, we decided that if she can sit up, she can eat solids. Mm-hmm. But this one, she just wants food. She, she really does. She wants food. So I guess she's getting food. <laughs> I mean, everything is going to be different with every child. So, so you can't follow the same plan with each one. And isn't it mind-blowing to think like every single person is so different even though we're all human mm-hmm. like just that's to- why we can't we can't always treat our kids all the same no. because they are individual people yeah. just like we are and that's so hard to well, comprehend I mean, you know why why when i sent you to your room did that not work yeah because it worked for your big sister yeah you know and it's frustrating well, that's how it's well it's been trying with maya we found out timeout works for Maya. Timeout works for Maya. Not spanking. So. No. We tried spanking for like, what, six months? And then we come over here and Tiff's like, you're going at timeout. Different person. She's a completely different person. I'm done person. crying now, Tippy. I'm done crying. <laughs> While she's crying. Yes. She's still crying. Oh, when I went to leave today, she's like, well, we're Tippy. I was like, at home? She's like, oh, okay. Aww. I'll get ready too. Oh, She wanted to come so bad. That's sweet. Oh. I'm glad she likes it here. Yeah, She loves it here. Did you just say that you already made the cookie cutters uh, i told you i'm on top of it this week i guess so me bought a 3d printer part of one of my new hobbies and has been printing cookie cutters for us which has saved us a shit ton of time yeah because you know things that we would normally have to hand cut because we 
don't have a cutter for them or yeah. there's not one available, she can just print it out. And I love it. Yeah. It's pretty cool. I love it. So I've been making so much. I made containers. I made a nameplate for my printer. Her name is Edna. Edna. Yeah. Because- I, and I told me the other day, I was like, when we were little, that was like a futuristic so thing. Futuristic. Being able to print something yes. like actually you can hold in your hand. It's and now it's, blowing. yeah. I, I was telling Sean, I was talking about how, you know, we had had this discussion. And I told him, I was like, I remember being in second grade, just typing on the little computer, computer lab being like, ah, Oregon Trail. And now, Where in the world is Carmen San Diego? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I loved that game. I did too. Did you watch the show? Yes. I did too. And then the printer went, ch- 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 <laughs> Yeah, um, kids nowadays won't know the. They fun. just don't understand. The other day, I was driving over here and I saw some kids. Just they weren't playing; they're just sitting outside on their phones. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, what the heck is going on? I'm glad my kids still play. Oh, so do they I. play yeah, hard. I they get dirty, and they're they're out there sometimes for a long time. Yeah. I mean, they still love their iPads. That's yeah, you know. But we have to limit that. I am happy that you guys give them a designated time. Like we have to. It's nice to see. Well, so with Maya, you know, she's only two, but she you know, she gets her iPad pretty often. But I have noticed a difference. Like if I spend the day, and if I don't give her an iPad that day, her attitude is so much better mm-hmm. because they get addicted to yeah. it, and then they feel like they're missing out on something yep. if they don't have their head in the screen. Yep. And uh, we had that problem with Ashton. I want to say maybe a year, or two years ago. Uh-huh. He's much better about it now about putting it down yeah but where he just would scream if you took it away from him and Aww. it's just yeah you know at, at that point you're like nah mm-mm. yeah you know that's what you're, you guess- you need to be on this too much you need to be yeah that's what you you know your little brain is telling you yeah so we're not doing that good yeah yeah maya was screaming at one point but i mean if she doesn't have her ipad it's okay like she she's still fine she finds something else to do mm-hmm. We're not saying that parents that give their kids iPads are bad. No, you do you, boo-boo. Yeah, you you have to figure out what works for your child. Yep. No judgment kids, here. I mean, you're know, like, we're not talking anyone. No, anything. every child is different. Every parent is different. No way is wrong. No way is right. Nobody gave us a manual when our babies were born. Yeah. And so anything that you do is for you and your family. Yes. So you yes. do what works for you, Yeah. no matter what that is. Don't let people's judgment mm-hmm. deter you from do not harm your children. Yeah, no, please don't harm your kids. Feed don't them, them love them. Anything. But if you, well, we've talked about this before, nuggets a nugget. Who cares where the nugget comes from? Yeah. You're feeding your freaking kids. Exactly. That's enough. I mean. Unless it's arsenic-filled nuggets. Don't do that. Oh my gosh, your mind. I listen to. <laughs> she listens to so many podcasts and audiobooks about murder, murder, murder and like investigations. I like be, and I think I like to, it just puts me, gives me an extra level of caution mm-hmm. when I'm around people. But it does put me on edge sometimes. Yes. Like late at night, sometimes when I have to like get up to go get a drink or something, I'm just like, someone's looking at my house. And, and someone's I'm, looking at my house. Nobody's it's looking so at It's so pitch house. dark outside where we live. I fall asleep giggling to the office. <laughs> and you're... You're over there scared watching murder documentaries. I get paranoid though. I need to stop. Yeah. Well, Maya has even said something. She's like, someone gonna come get us? I'm like, what are you talking about? She's like, I heard it on the I heard it in the car. I was like, it's time. Yeah. <laughs> I probably should listen around her. Yeah. Some of them are really interesting, you know, how the investi- investigations play out and things like that. Ugh. But it's some actually- of them it's too much for me. Yeah. It's the gory stuff is is pretty bad. I get angry sometimes with like investigation like when people who are doing the investigating 
are trying their hardest. Mm-hmm. It makes me so angry. Like, I can't watch anything that involves kids. Yeah, it's it's hard for me to watch kids. It makes me like, so scared. Like, a uh, Law and Order SVU? Mm-hmm. Like, I watched it a lot, but it really messed me up for a while. Like, it made me so sad all the time. I like, don't know. I've just been paranoid about, like, somebody taking one of them. Yeah. I'm just like, I don't know. I, I, <laughs> that fear is overwhelming. Yeah. The other day, like, you know, I hadn't thought about it in a while. But the other day, uh, my mother-in-law watched Maya while we were working and that night she was like oh thanks for letting me watch her and then she was just like i was just paranoid someone would take her at walmart and i was like why would you say that and now i'm thinking oh every time we go to walmart mm-hmm. i can't let her like we can't be around people mm-hmm. so and protect them it, yeah mama bears well, i would oh should i say this out loud i, I don't know i i would probably kill someone if they hurt my kid yeah or this is so incriminating right now. It really is. But y'all, it's going to be yeah. out there. It's going to be out there forever, me Hong. Yeah, it's it's going to come back to bite your ass. I just better not kill anyone. <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen. I, I honestly so feel like, I mean, we would do, we would go to the ends of the earth for yeah. our kids. And so, I mean, if they're doing something wrong, mm-hmm. they're definitely going to know it's wrong. Mm-hmm. But I don't. If someone hurts my kid, I don't know how I would handle it. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, they're mine are only two and five months, so whoever hurts them, it's this world doesn't deserve our kids. They're so sweet. They are. My two year old's kind of sassy right now. Your children, oh, they are little angels. Not always. They are not always angels. I remember when Wet would always be like, oh, Phoenix has been bad. And we're like, no, no never. So <laughs> she was just like, I'm going to laugh when your kids are bad. And she did. They are. They are <laughs> the worst for their parents, but they know we love them. Yeah. So I'd rather my kids be bad for me than yes. someone else. Like, I would rather them be kind to someone mm-hmm. else. Than the- well, my kids know that if they get in trouble for doing something like at school, uh-huh. It's going to be their punishment will be 10 times worse at home yeah. for whatever they did. Yeah. And there's no disrespect or anything that's just not accepted. I just, I'm so happy you teach them that. Because like, our society needs more of that. Mm-hmm. It's, it's Manners. Kind of, Manners. And it's such a simple thing. Oh, my God. How hard is it to be nice to people? Like, how hard? I mean, yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. Please. Thank you. They're simple words. Yeah. They're not hard. And I was talking to someone about it one time. And they're like, well, let's just be fake. I was like, but it's not. It's, not, it's being polite. Yeah. Like, who wants to be mean to someone all the time? I don't understand. Like, and honestly, I don't care if somebody thinks I'm being fake when uh-huh. I ask how they're doing or I say hi or say please or say thank you or yes, ma'am. I don't care if they think I'm being fake or not. I know that I'm using my manners yeah. and I'm going to feel better because I've been kind. And that's more important. Uh-huh. I mean, yes, I want them. I want to make someone's day brighter. But if they take it a different way, that's on them. I really hope no one has ever taken my kindness in a different way. I hope they haven't either. Yeah. Wit, Wit posted something today. I can't remember, but I called her back and I was just like, that's probably the hardest thing to hear as a people pleaser. Let me find it because I enjoyed that as well. Hold on. Let me let me just look this up because I know exactly what you're talking I about. I mean, our friend group is people pleasing masters, I feel like. Mm-hmm. like we, it hurts our soul when someone isn't happy. Okay. So it's something she posted from Relate on Facebook. Uh-huh. You absolutely have to become okay with not being liked no matter how loving or kind you are you will never people please your way into collective acceptance you could be a whole ray of sunshine and people will hate you 
because they're used to rain. Be okay with shining regardless. Yeah. And it says it's from I am Kira J. Yeah. It it's a hard pill for me to swallow a lot. Especially when like you and Wit tell me that I'm like one of the most positive people you know. Mm-hmm. And then there's still people that don't like me. You can't. Yeah. You can't be loved by everyone. Yeah. Especially since like no one's inside your head and they mm-hmm. don't know what you're thinking. So they just assume things. Mm-hmm. So it's- That's why communication is so important. Yes. Because if you don't ask someone something, how do you know for sure? Exactly. And then you're just making assumptions and assumptions lead to stereotypes yep. and and your viewpoint about someone, your opinion of someone, and, yep. and it just spirals down from there. Just say please and thank you yeah. and smile. And, and this is why questions are never bad. Like, I don't think there's no. ever a bad question. Mm-mm. Like, never. I think I've thought that since I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Like you always, you should always question everything. Everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's how you learn. You know who taught me that? Who? The Catholic Church. Wow. Yeah. Which it's, it was weird because I think it was like a faith thing. Mm-hmm. Like it was a faith lesson. They're like, oh, you know, the more questions you have, the more, the more answers you'll get mm-hmm. because you're always asking questions. Always learning. Yeah. And That's I what you should it do. To my life about mm-hmm. everything, which is so it's so weird yeah question the world we have to restart the computer why upgrades oh it's springtime my nose is so ready mine's been running my throat's been scratchy but we really like to sleep at the window i love springtime too it's so beautiful i just want to go lay on my little patio on my little couch and let my husband grill some burgers and drink a beer and he's got the music playing and then all of our kids are playing in the yard That's those are my favorite times yeah. with my family. Yeah, we like to go hiking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I'm I'm sitting over here trying to lay on the patio couch, and she's going hiking. We like what hiking. the? <laughs> and I'm like, I want to lose weight. We lay on the couch. We well, I like to eat while I hike too. So well, we go on bicycle rides. Yeah, we love our bicycle rides. We love ours too. Now too. You know, you're you guys are the reason that we got Aww. bikes. Yeah, because it we looks inspired so fun. you. It is fun. I love it. Sometimes though, my husband. He has these really long legs. Uh-huh. His his legs are so long. His legs are. <laughs> I don't even remember. You're just like my husband has long legs, but he wears shorts, and it just looked weird. Yes, sometimes he wears shorts, and his his legs are so long. This just sometimes they're just too short, and I just got to tell him. But he pedals so fast. And I'm like, babe, my little legs have to rotate three times for every one that you go. Like, you got to slow down a little bit. We're, we're, you know, five miles. We got to, we got to stretch this out, you know? And especially when Hazy's little attachment was on my bike and I was carrying her. I'm like, whoa. You were carrying her? For a while there because I did it one day when he was gone to to Kansas City. Uh And so I had put it on my bike and so I just left it. Uh It's heavy to carry her around. It's so heavy. But yeah, we like to bike and we like to do that. That's fun. But we really like to be outside. Yeah. Like a nice breezy afternoon with the smell of my husband's burgers and all my babies giggling. It's the best thing. This I think this year has been the first year where we've enjoyed the outside Mm because I've been so sick, you know. Mm -hmm. And we love it so much too. Like it, we just like being out there. Mm -hmm. It growing up, like that's all I did was be outside. So it sucked when I got sick to not be able to mm-hmm. and then I was worried that Maya was getting sick and her eczema and everything was getting worse because we were outside mm-hmm. but I think it's just better for us though it's just better we just need better sun. for your mental health yeah. to have some sunshine in your yeah. life I wish that we didn't live so near farms though mm-hmm. with all the pesticides and yeah I'm excited to see how you feel when you go to the beach next I think month I feel amazing I think you will too 
I just think back to like how it was even like 50 years ago, you know, like mm-hmm. before all the pesticides and everything. I feel like money induced. I feel like everything is money induced yeah. and it's sad. sad. Mm-hmm. I, we talked about that with being sick. Yeah. What what were we talking about with um something about they didn't want you to feel better because they wanted to keep you on the medication? Um, Do you remember what we were yeah. talking about? I've had this discussion a lot. I can't remember right now. We were talking about prescription drugs. Yeah. Oh, because we were talking about our cards. Mm-hmm. And it's, well, I remember your doctor saying that right now it's to combat the opiate, opioid right. battle or right. war that's going on right now, which... It's so counteractive, you know, they they make all this available and they didn't think that people would be so addicted to it. Mm-hmm. And now they're swinging on to the other end of the spectrum. And it, I feel like that's what whatever makes money is yeah. what people are going to do. Exactly. And it's so saddening. I hate it so much. I so ever since I was a young kid, I told my sisters, I don't even know if my sisters listen to this podcast, but hey, sisters. I've always told them that we need to go back to like our barter type mm-hmm. system. Like, like how- I'll bake you a cake and you bring me fresh vegetables. Yeah. Or it, it I don't would, know. I feel like society would be healthier. Like, but then it would turn into some some kind of greed. Mm-hmm. I know. It. I just hate that everything is so monetized. And yeah. I mean, obviously, we need to make money to provide for our families. We get yeah. that, but it's still a sad realization that that is the way it is you know i since i was little you know my parents are immigrants so like they think you know you work you make money always Mm -hmm. make money and i always thought like you have to constantly make money it wasn't until my husband that i was like well he's the one that brought out he's like we just need to be comfortable Mm -hmm. like we don't have to be like millionaires yeah we just need to make enough money to where we can sustain ourselves and enjoy it. That's what I told Cody. I said, realistically, we want a tiny little cabin by the uh-huh. lake. Uh-huh. That's it. Yeah. We're not trying to build a multi-million dollar mansion, you know, in Destin or something like that. You know, we're we just we have simple dreams. Yeah. So why are we working so, so hard, hard yeah. and spending so much time doing things we don't want to be doing to for what? Yeah. It, it doesn't make sense to me anymore, and nope. I don't want to do it anymore. I just – I want to build my tiny little cabin with my husband, mm-hmm. and hopefully my kids will give me grandkids, and I can just be happy. Yeah. I don't know. I just – I don't want to have to depend on money. I It sucks. It, it sucks that it's such an important part of our lives. Yeah. It's awful. I think – if I didn't have kids, mm-hmm. like it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be as big of a, big deal. a deal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they're depending on you yes. to provide for them. Yeah. So you have to, yeah. Yeah. It's tough. It's a I, struggle. I, I'm happy to provide for, I love doing everything I can to provide for them. It's mm-hmm. just, I know that if I didn't have children, I would, I probably wouldn't care. Mm-hmm. Because you're not, you wouldn't be responsible yeah. for another life. You'd yeah. be a little bit more carefree and, yeah. Um, you know, I but there are certain things they need, you yeah. know, uh, the big kids are getting ready to braces in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Oh. They got to have them, you know, so mom and dad have to do what we have to do. But, but if the end goal is to retire in a tiny cabin, then, okay, well, let's do, let's take care of our kids 
and then let's set aside this and get this taken care of and then not have to work so hard. Um, Because I don't want to do that forever. I don't. Yeah. I just want to love on some babies. Yeah. Really? Bake some cakes. Yeah. I will love on other people's babies. Oh, yeah. Not not any more babies of mine. <laughs> I meant like everybody else's babies, yeah. grandbabies, nieces, nephews. Oh, I don't think I want grandkids. You don't want grandkids? I don't think so. I would like to have a lot of grandkids. I don't think I would. I think the grandkids. odds are in my favor. Uh-huh. I think there will be two of my kids that don't want kids. Elijah? Does Elijah want kids? It changes. Uh, she wants to have a baby, but she wants me to take care of it. Okay. Um, Jade Gale says that she is only going to have furry children. Children. Um, as far as she knows right now. She yeah. hasn't totally I made mean, her. I mean, they're 12. Yeah. But, um, yeah, she's she's like, well, you take care of a grand snake or a grand giraffe. Or, you know. <laughs> a grand giraffe. Yeah. She's like, if I need someone to keep the giant iguana for the zoo, can I bring it to your house to be? <laughs> Like, yeah, sure, kid. If that's what you need, you know, that's what we'll do. But yeah, I but the rest of them, I think. Yeah. I'll have I'll have some grandkids. I mean, if I were so young, I would know, but yeah. Some of them, their personalities lend itself more. Uh-huh. And if, and I've told them if you don't want to have kids, I mean, just whatever yeah. whatever makes you happy in life, yeah. you don't have to conform to anything. Uh-huh. You be who you are, and that's good. Yeah. We'll be fine with that. Yep. Maybe. I don't want to be a great parent because we're not at that stage in life yet. Yeah. I mean, your kids are older, mm-hmm. so you can picture it more. Yeah. It's weird. It's interesting to see yeah. how she's developing. But yeah. But as she gets older, you're going to start, I don't want to say seeing the end, uh-huh. but you'll start picturing, okay, what is life going to be like? When Because eventually they're not going to be yeah. here. And I, as they grow older, like CJ is literally going to, CJ and Jada will be 13 this year. Elijah will be 16. I can't. I mean, that's that's it. almost grown. They were so teeny when we became friends. Yeah. I mean, they're almost grown. And so what is life going to look like yeah. after I don't have to provide uh-huh. so much support? You know, I'm still, we'll still be there, obviously. But, yeah. you know, what, what will life look like for Cody and I? Okay, well, that's a simple dream. That's not a big, yeah. we can handle that, yeah. you know, and not work ourselves to death. So that's what we're going to do. I want to do that as well. Like, yeah. I mean, follow your dreams. Set that in motion. Because when we started having kids, I was just like, you know, if you don't want to work, you don't have to. Like, mm-hmm. I will work for us so you can take care of our kids. But I didn't realize the mental toll it would take to mm-hmm. stay at home all day. And you like, want to get out and do something yeah. different. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think if we, if we were still at home, I would have to like come up with some kind of activity. Something to do. Like mm-hmm. make it like school or something mm-hmm. because it was getting so mundane. Like, oh, you wake up, you feed, you change diapers, you, you know, just, mm-hmm. just a routine. Life Which needed I love, variety. Yeah. I love routines, mm-hmm. but it was getting to the point where I was just so frustrated because it was all we were doing. It was mm-hmm. all I was doing. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it, gets, it gets overwhelming. Yeah. And then you need to get out and do something yeah. else and just which, add some variety. Which my husband, he's always like, oh, if you need to do something, just tell me mm-hmm. and you can go do it. Oh, I love my husband so much. Mm-hmm. Like, I know I take him for granted. Yeah. I, I get frustrated a lot. And I think it was how I, I was raised. I don't know how to express my anger in a healthy way. I just bottle it all up and then explode. But he gets it now. He gets it. Yeah. yeah which we have it's been a growing process. Like it's. Marriage is tough. Yeah. It is hard sometimes. Yeah. But it's 
when you find the right person to go through all of these ways and you want you, to yeah. fix it and you want to communicate yes. more and you want to work it out yeah. and figure out what's going on. Because before I know in my relationships, I would just shut down emotionally. I was mm-hmm. out. Out. All the other the other two relationships I had, I checked out pretty quickly. Not quickly, but once I realized that hey, it wasn't what you wanted, yeah, I just I completely shut down. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, that people pleaser side of me was just like, oh, I don't want to hurt their feelings. So what do I do? <laughs> don't stay in a relationship bad. that you um, aren't 100% happy to yeah. stay in. Well, I realized that I, oh, that, that was a good indicator. I realized that I didn't want to have off, their offspring. So that's what I realized that go. I did it. If you're not going to raise the baby with somebody. Exactly. <laughs> Definitely shouldn't be. Yeah. Hanging out. Like, did I want to pass on their genes mm-hmm. with my genes? Nope. I wish I could fit in some of my genes right now. I'm going to. I'm going to by fall, maybe. I said maybe. <laughs> <laughs> All of mine are stretchy. Stretchy genes. Well, you know, after I gave birth, I, I fit it all of them. And yeah. I just don't. Our bodies are weird after babies. Yeah. They and really are. Everything's different. Too. Yeah. We're so inflamed all the time, guys. Yeah. It's stupid. Like yesterday, I wasn't inflamed at all. And mm-hmm. I could fit into everything. And today, it's the opposite. Yeah. And I know it's because we went to the festival and ate things that I should have. All the fried foods. I had a jumbo corn dog. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, I ate Olive Garden and I did get, this is so dumb that I even do this, but I got the gluten-free pasta and ate four breadsticks. Well, I mean, you didn't at least the they limited the it, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. I wanted a pina colada too, and they were out of pina colada mix. So I ordered a sharp strawberry bellini and it wasn't. Really? I've had a strawberry bellini. I didn't think I liked it either. I didn't enjoy it. Yeah. The you should have just colada. had a moscato. I, just, I know. Moscato. I know. Uh. I was trying to mix it up. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's our anniversary date. It's trying to be a little different. but Oh, mine's next month. Yours is next month. Cody and I have been married three years now. How long have I been married? Almost five. Holy crap. Holy crap. That means we've been together nine years this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, almost a decade. That's a long time. I still like him. Woo woo. <laughs> All right. I think that's it for today. Yeah. Good talk. Covered a lot of things. Yeah. I got to pee. <laughs> so that's the only reason we're ending. Yeah. But we'll be back in two weeks. Yeah. In the meantime, check out our website, balancingyourbliss.com. And check out us on Facebook, Bliss Bakery Mo, and Instagram that has nothing on it. Sorry, Instagram. Sorry, Instagram. We're going to get better with yeah. you. And yeah, check out um, our other episodes. This is what was this episode six? six? So go check it out if you need yeah. more information. Holler at us, like, subscribe. We love email, you. you. Oh, we have email oh, on yeah, our website can, too. Yeah, if you email. have questions. Yeah, any email, questions? Yeah. Give us five stars. We love you. Bye. Bye.